You're listening to It's On with Obit and Nesto. Brought to you by Maximum Media. Que disfrutes. Welcome back. It's Ernesto and Obed. And today we have a special guest in the studio slash home. The homie. The homie. The, the super man. producer. Super <laughs> producer. <laughs> D in the house. What's up? Hold on a What's second. Up? Hold on. Hold on. I got the sound effect. <laughs> we have a nice audience today in the building. We forgot mentor as well, man. Oh. Uh, yeah, man, there's so much. He's multi-talented. D, welcome to the house, man. Thank you yes, for coming yes, out, man. Thank you for having me. It's finally finally put a face to a name today because yes, uh, this is the first time we brought we've, my uh, sleeping bag. It was and drive. not only that, man, he is the give him credit for bringing us together, of course, putting that idea out there, man. Because yes, well, so it was him. Yeah, he yes. he, he dude, he created. Oh, basically, I thought it was your idea, like not, to bring well, us together. Well, let's let's. I'll get like twelve percent of the credit because <laughs> I know you right out to call you. <laughs> <laughs> but um he was the one that number one started the idea of putting it in, in uh, the out there in the yeah. in the in the atmosphere and i didn't know that he, yeah so he he gave and he can speak to his way his background and how he started man because he's entrepreneurial idea all okay. day long he created a platform for um, podcasting and you know, obviously, he and I work together on different projects. Yeah, that's and what I was telling me. Earlier. I'm his go-to when it comes to like doing anything on a website or anything like that. And you know, I always got his back. And so he, um, as we were putting together the website, started uploading episodes from like previous people that he had on. And well, I'm not gonna front. He only had like one person at the time that wasn't like too dedicated. <laughs> and so I asked him one day. I said, "Man, I said I she don't gets know, no, 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 no." So no yeah, shout no out, no shout credit, out, man. Not even no on blast, out. not even on blast. She no, didn't make it that high. She don't get no shout out. That's gonna be the new segment. Yeah. You get no shout out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one, man. I like that actually, because you know, because no I had shout my out. shout out last weekend, or you know, when I went off on that friend with the whole like religious thing, oh I God, put her dude. on blast. So now you know, trying to get I those like drops that segment. in. Get yeah. no shout out. Yeah, no shout out. Hey yo, he gets no shout out. I like that third wheel too, man. That's dope. We calling somebody and be like, "Who's who's gonna be on the Rolodex today?" Yeah, that's cool, dude. I, I like, like that. So, you know, because there's a lot of people that, at least I would think, I mean, if you had your podcast, like, man, yeah. I want to sit in. I want to see what you know what go on, what goes on behind the microphone because uh-huh. people can only hear us. We don't have cameras so where they can see us, what we look like, mm-hmm. you know, what we're wearing or our interactions. So I was like, that'd be cool. Have a little, you know, sit in or you know participate. In the dialogue between us right here. Shit, yeah. You know, and, and, I like that. Uh, yeah. Kind of like and, third wheel, you know, like once every couple of weeks, you know, like a special guest, a cousin of family, or, you know, somebody you want to put on blast and we'll just hash it out. You know, <laughs> it might not be. On there. See, here's the thing. Like, I told him last time that he, he <laughs> like, he a confrontational fire starter, man. I love piece of chicken grease, baby. That's I mean, all right. <laughs> I love pieces of chicken grease. That's all I got. He was like, yeah, me and my homegirl, we got into it. I was like, well, I'm thinking maybe she put something out. He's like, no, I called her out. I was like, that's why you, that's why you did that, man. I was like, that's what happened. You shouldn't have called her yeah, out. No, you're just a heathen. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> what can no, I say? Man, um, so it just kind of relooping back. So he he asked me one day, um, hey, man, well, you know, what if you did a show? And I was like, nah, man. And I, I've told you this story, so it just... To kind of put a, a bow on it, um, I I found one person that I could actually just kind of do a trial episode with, yeah. and he came over, plugged up the. Oh man, my bad. I'm over here creating background edit noise. Out. Edit that out. My bad, y'all. So, um, yeah, he came over, had his equipment set up, and dude, from the moment I saw the mic and the setup that he had and produced, I was like. Man, it's for real. <laughs> and um, it, it just kind of took off from there, man. First episode. And then I really started kind of digging into it. And um, my second episode, um, I believe it were the um, the paranormal investigators out okay. of San Antonio. The Curious Twins. Curious Twins. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to them. They get a shout out. 
Right. Um, yeah. And um, my girl was the one that kind of was like, hey, why don't you call them? They seem like they were really cool. And dude, I didn't even think they were going to consider doing anything like that. I mean, unless it was for a fee. But as soon as I got in touch with them, they were like, yeah, it's on. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that's kind of how I kept going, man. And so fast forwarding to how we all came together, I, I told him that when you were on the show you kind of got that bug and then yeah. you started he took it and ran with it and now he's deep in it he's doing his show the ozone and then he asked me to come on and we had our episode and then that's when i came to you and i was like yo i was like it'd be easier if we did create content, content. together and see where that goes because it's a lot easier to do it with someone else than just to not carry a show by yourself and not that it's 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 been fun for me, man. I, and yeah. I can do it. I enjoy it because uh, I feel like the the art of good storytelling is to be able to have someone in the room that number one is knowledgeable about what they're talking about, and two, you you can vibe with. You know, it, it doesn't have to be you know attentious, awkward. No, no. It, it has to be a conversation that you know you both can are bouncing back off of each other. You know, and credit to d man like he's he's always been supportive man and and that's the thing man like and he's not shy about telling people like i mean that may work but i'm not doing that (laughs) (laughs) or he's dude and you know that's the thing man there's 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 a testament to a friendship man when i met d when I was a 18, 19 year old kid. Oh, so you guys go way back. We were way yeah. back, bro. Oh, not just pe- not just because we in Skyline, nah, man. Like, because I know he told me that you guys worked together at a printing oh, yeah. shops. So I didn't know you guys it, go way, yeah, way, way dude, back. In the game, bro. Like when I first came into um, printing, uh, well, I didn't even know I was going into printing. I wanted to do uh, get into the industry of design. Okay, but um, some well, you know, we give him a shout out. Give him a shout out. No, nobody gets shout nobody gets shout out. Okay, oh, no, he don't get no shout out. Don't, don't, don't. There, there was a a, uh, a mutual <laughs> friend that we had that was working running a print shop. Okay, and I was in um I was part of the crew that he knew, and so I came in and was like, yo, like I just I like to kind of get my my feet into this industry, and he gave me an opportunity, and D there was one of the sales guys, and. Man, dude, his his office, I still remember this to this day, man. He had Scarface poster. He had uh did you have training day on there? I think I had training day, usual In your suspects. office. Usual yeah. suspects, man. Movie movie quality posts. I'm like, man, who's this dude? I hadn't even met him yet. So that's kind of where he and I kind of kicked off. Kicked off. Yeah, I was like the young intern who didn't know shit. Just shut your mouth, don't say nothing. Oh, so he showed you the so he paved the way for you and yeah, showed you the way in the printing like, business. Yeah, for sure. Like he it, it was um I credit him with a lot of like, I guess that tough love at first. Cause when you, I think when you're in an industry of, um, where you're kind of timid at first, you're, you're trying to get, you're trying to learn the ropes, man. And sometimes you don't have people that truly guide you, man. And and he, he's a, he's a natural leader, but not intentional. He's people gravitate to him because they feel number one, there's a tra- there's a trust there that, He's always going to give you an honest feedback, but he's also going to give you constructive criticism. It's not going to be like, oh, you're just sorry. Just get yeah. out of here. <laughs> no, nah, he, he'll be like, look, this sucks, but, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make this work. Like, Bad. trust me, like if, as long as you're, the willingness to grind is there, he's, he'll, he'll take a chance on you. Okay, and, that's what's up. Oh, and yeah. so, um, you I know. spot talent. But yeah, that's the thing. And that's the thing, man. Like, people would come to him. I used to think he was, like, a talent coordinator or something. Because <laughs> you have people that were, like... And these are, like, random people from around just the way that we knew that would come to them and be like, oh, you know, I need you to help me manage my my modeling career. Or can you help me get into, you know, acting? Can you help me get into music? But I'm like, dude, this dude knows everybody. And D would always be like, I don't know nobody. I just, I just try to <laughs> help people. Me, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, me. yeah. He's like, I just naturally try to help people. And um, I do. So I gotta ask. But, do you see talent in us? Do we like? Do we see? He story, Weird story. Go ahead. Go ahead. When we were working at the print shop, like the first time I saw him design something, I said, "Dude, that's trash." Yeah, it's a true story. He's trash. What was the design though? I don't even remember what it was. Is it, it that was, bad? It was. Um, <laughs> it was for a club, bro. It was for Club Blue. <laughs> It was for Club Blue. I remember because that's a minute. 
it's, it's yeah. been a minute so they get no shout out but it's no shout out. so um yeah so at the print shop we used to like do design and print for a lot of like the local nightclubs around the area and really? yeah man and at the time the trend for you remember that when you still get um the promoters that would meet you in the parking lot and just put flyers on your car yeah, in the car yeah half of the time we did those <laughs> we wouldn't put them out there we would print them or design and give it to the promoters yeah and so out. and the formula was this hot girl you know put some like abstract background <laughs> put my logo and say ladies free all night or some some shit like that and that was the formula dude and but see here's the thing my 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 timidness and then my talent level wasn't where it needed to be yeah. so we fast forward. Um, so I needed the, the position also because I was getting in uh, internship hours for my, okay. my uh, college credits. So they were basically hosting me for a few months, got some college credit out of it, got fired, <laughs> went back to school. And that was kind of the, the moment for me where I kind of was like, am I, is this something I want to do? Did I pick the right field to go into? I had like an early midlife crisis. Cause I was like, man, what am I going to do? What like, am I going to do? Did I go yeah. into the wrong field? Like, did I need to go somewhere else? But I think it was a perfect storm of everything. So I went back, took photography, got more into design, got more into, um, learning the, uh, the basics. And I came back six months later and they were like, still paying me nothing. By the way, I was apparently making like $200 a week Jeez. and, but I was living at my parents' house. So I, they weren't charging me any money to live there or nothing. It was just like, my dad was always like, as long as you doing what you want to do and you're going to school and yeah. you're working, I'm never going to ask anything of you. And so that's kind of what my grind mentality was, man. Dude, uh, and by the way, he was still on as a sales guy, but when I came back the second time around, the, that's where he kind of, and, and those words kind of stayed with me where it was like, it was never good enough, right? So when I came back around the second time, it was different. It was a different vibe because I was like, you know what? I can only get better and I'm going to do what it takes to get better. And so he was uh, very prominent in helping me come along. And dude, when, when, and, and by the way, I didn't get fired the second time, but I knew I was on the right, uh, on the right path when, um, there was another fellow designer who used to come and drop off his flyers and get them printed there. Yeah. Who told me one day, he said, dude, did you get fired first time? I said, yeah. He's like, you're on the right path. And then he's like, every good designer will tell you they got fired the in first their time. first job. And you know so that's kind of, you know what? I'm good in, in with, the good path. <laughs> with that being said, shout out to D, man. And I mean, you know, we've talked for yeah, years and, yeah. and I've always tell him like, dog, like, you know. It's this, a cool friendship, you know yeah. I mean? Because you didn't take that personally when he told you it was trash. No, it was. Because had you take it personally, you know, like that would have spoken a, a lot about you that you take it to mm -hmm. heart. Yeah. You know, instead of taking it as a criticism, it's a constructive criticism. Well, you know, coming from the guy that knows, you know, what he's talking about, yeah. you know, instead of trying to, you know, hold you down to beat you down, he actually like helped you and built you up. Yeah. To yeah. what you're doing now, where you at now. No, there's it, even a girl that I met when I started doing this podcast stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I just have, and she's always, she doesn't even do podcasts. She just posts stuff that she's talking about on Instagram. Yeah. And I followed her for like a year and a half. And I just messaged her one day. I said, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? She said, it's funny that you, you brought that up. So now me and her communicate back and forth and I'm helping her get her podcast. Started. Oh, shit. See what I mean? He's not even, and there's no kickback for him in that yeah. doing that. He's just putting it out there saying, hey, you, you your selfie videos that you make, you could actually put some decent production behind that yeah. and put it yep. out there. And, and I mean, that's just really it. And this is how this happened. Cause I wasn't in search of doing a, a podcast or, or I just kind of was like, yo, cool. Like, let's do it. Uh, and it happened. But see, that's the thing. He, he puts you in places that make you uh, grow uh, and you may be like uncomfortable. Right. But you, you, you try to get, uncomfortable be comfortable being in the uncomfortable of right? course so that's kind of a testament to him dude like he he finds a way to, to press buttons right but if you're going to respond it, it should really be more self-acknowledging where you're like you know what like they're testing me but it's not aggressively it's just like they they, they just want to move you in the right direction of course. 
yeah and and that's kind of where where he was instrumental in, in me kind of staying around in this uh in this industry but um after that man we just kind of said you know what forget this place like you know you you can be my designer yeah. i'm gonna I'm a bonk out we and i'm gonna make my own money and that's kind of was the genesis between he and i kicking it off nice. and yeah. um highs and lows man we've been in some amazing yeah, rooms some highs and some lows. we've been in some rooms with people i'm like wow how did we get here uh, <laughs> it's dude, crazy dude we we man if i could tell you we, we had some <laughs> challenging times because people think that when you're an entrepreneur and you see the highlight reels on social media yeah. that oh you know they drive whatever they drive they make they live in whatever high rise or dude a lot of people that it, they'll tell you they enjoy more of like when it's tough and the failures that they have when you're an entrepreneur the the, the nights of sleepless sleeplessness yeah. the, the worriness of when that check's going to come or when you're chasing new clients or dude it it it, it mentally forges you to be it, it, you just have no other way but to you self-rely man yeah and he and I go through the went through those wars man cuz yeah. it's like uh, man and that's the thing man when you're an entrepreneur it's the the lows man that you can never get too low yeah but in those highs man you ride it. you ride yeah, yeah you, you ride tend to try to ride it yeah off, you, you have some ride. days where you like i'm gonna go fill out some applications <laughs> <laughs> no no doubt man it's, yeah. it can be you can man and you gotta have a support system yeah if you don't have a support system you'll you're probably gonna fail wow it's hard but see, see where that confidence comes from now? Yeah. Because, you know, he and I, from learning that, ex from those learned experiences, there's people that still reach out to him because they, what he, he, knows he did, what he yeah, knows. relationships. He forged a lot of great relationships when we were not punching in the clock. Yeah. And I did the same thing. And through other relationships, people would be like, oh, yeah, I remember you, you used to work with Derek. Or, yeah, I used to do so-and-so's work. You know, and, and people still reach out, man. And, and that's the thing that's i think that's the a testament to like his just his energy man like his how people work and, yeah because people ain't gonna people ain't gonna fuck with you if you're like you're just shady. shady yeah and yeah. i think that we've had a lot of shady people try to leech off of us yeah and really? we always try to do this the, and that's the thing man like we think about people who are like sketchy yeah. and they they somehow are always thriving but yeah we always try to do the right thing and it's like why the ones that we always keep struggling <laughs> And then sometimes that's I think true. like that's true. That's true. We, we sit down and question whether we even got into the right industry. And 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 truth be told, man, I remember one day, um, we were um years ahead. We we ended up um when we went to go uh, office at Matt's place. Oh yeah, and yeah. um, Matt and Curry. Yeah, and shout out, they get a shout. They out. get a shout. Out. And, and um, there was a an educational moment, dude, that really came to light for me that, um. I think as we kind of segue here, but we had an opportunity to go present for, um, I can't remember what potential client, I think it was a city of Dallas or something like it was something, it was something pretty, pretty, pretty um, big, pretty big. And this was on Matthew's contact list. And they're the ones that are going back and forth. And, uh, I remember D told me one day, he said, man, if we all roll up in there, they're not going to give us the contract. And I was like thinking, I was like, why is that? He said, you got to have a white face. And I was like, uh, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, you got to have a white face because they don't, they're, they're going to see all of us as a minority. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's, that's when you kind of feel like my talent is not good enough to get awarded these things because they, it's just that either it's they kind see of the politics, the politics. Yeah. In this city, that's the politics of Dallas. <laughs> it just is. But forward but, till now, yeah, because now you may not need that. Well, that might be a detriment. Because I was gonna say because now because the mayor's black. Yeah. So mm -hmm. do you think that can be probably now think, it would be better? Yeah. Now you don't need that white face. Really? But this was like two thousand seven, yeah, two thousand eight Dallas. Okay. But mm -hmm. wasn't Ron Kirk mayor then? Was he? Was he the mayor then? Because it was it was Ron Kirk, and then it was, it was his, the guy after Ron Kirk that was mayor. It was Mike, was, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike something. Yeah, the one that okay when the one that when the whole do, shooting happened that didn't downtown. Do much. Not, I honestly think he did. I, I mean, hey, you I know, haven't lived in Dallas oh, for so long, oh, but I think he did a lot. I think he did. I oh. mean, yo, 
Ron crime Kirk, rate was down. Ron Kirk was was the mayor. Yeah, I mean, he got a bridge name after him. <laughs> Hell, that's how much he did in Dallas. By the way, he's the one that passed that uh, budget to build that high five. That's terrible, man. <laughs> 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 Tell that to my commute on the way home. <laughs> no shout out I'm to o- him. I'm bro. over there like, damn you, Ron Kirk. <laughs> No, but the development of the city, man, uh, and the politics of it, man, I mean, just look at the things that we've lived through here, being in Dallas-Fort Worth, right? Protests, um, growth in uh, diversity. I mean, I had never seen the type of um, just infrastructure that's been built here. You know, from people coming over from other states, the diversity that's being addressed now um and then not only that man seeing our communities actually now there, there's growth there right opportunity yeah for all of us man and i mean to me i'm like yeah it's a better place in yeah. 07 in 08 and but see here's the thing like when we're coming into the we're talking about a certain faction of an industry right which is advertising um and everybody was a designer everybody if you had photoshop you were a designer back yeah. then Oh yeah, man. It's it. Um, really, I didn't. I thought everybody that had Photoshop was like, "Yeah, I design. I'm a certified designer." <laughs> yeah, but these, there were so many ideas at the time, man. That um, if you worked with a certain individual, and it still happens to this day, man. It's all built on relationships, right? But you always, it just seemed that at the time, if you were in the scene or if you were plugged to certain individuals, mind you, this was like when social media wasn't social media, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So it was MySpace. It was MySpace. <laughs> I still have mine, by the way. I I was telling Nesto like I, I'll go back in there and check every once in a while, but it's become more like of a music platform now. Now, what I think is pretty cool. They're though. doing podcasting on it too. I don't know about all that, <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, maybe we should, you know, like link into that and, uh, and take over that. Well, that's a, that's the, what you're just saying. It's just like being early to the party, but not being wrong. If that makes sense. So at the time when we were we were. Um, I guess in our entrepreneurial mm-hmm. uh, um, road, um, he and I would often come up with ideas, right? Like, how do you kind of innovate certain areas of communication, or how do you come up with certain advertising? And the thing is, it led us to different um, avenues, right? So when he would contact his relationships with printing right because he leveraged that a lot because people knew he would just always constantly bring work right and so start people started noticing and i never really paid attention because we were putting out work we were constantly working in the office right and working on campaigns for mavericks campaigns for city of dallas campaigns and, and all these campaigns were coming and we were, were busy right we're busy i'm like but why are you making no money you know and it's like people are noticing though people would be like oh they office over here or they're moving around, or they see us out, and they it's the perception of being successful that really, I think people, when they see that, they're more willing to give you that credibility because mm-hmm. it's like they're doing something. And this happened to be the same situation that happened to him not too while ago because the person, the personality who had started out with them trying to put the show together started seeing photographs of the new studio of the setup and oh. she was like when we're we gonna get in the studio and he was like no nah, oh. that day's gone so you, you're a free agent you've been cut <laughs> yeah that's the thing and and, and just a free agent. where i was going with that was mostly like you you gotta ride with him you know because yeah. he's gonna he's gonna find a way to get stuff done it's just the way he is and that's the reason that i think for me encompassing my relationship with him it's just I know, like, if I ever reach out to him for some advice or for some, like, just off the, you know, shooting the shit, yeah. he's always going to be, like, it's you. all positive, bro. Like, yeah. but just ride with him. You know, even if he, sometimes he just gives you constructive criticism, try, why don't you do this or why don't you try that? It's always it's always good vibes, man. And that's why, you know. It's a good intention not yes. to yeah. you know, put you down because some people don't know how to take constructive criticism. They take it as just criticism. And it's yeah. like, bro, like, trying to help you out. You know, but I mean, it's good to have that, like that foundation. You know, like amongst friendship because you don't see that anymore. No, you know, and I think to me, like that also ties into loyalty. You mm-hmm. know, I think that has a lot with loyalty. You know, when it comes to relationship and and, and in friendship, you know, like I mean, loyalty has to be 
no and he'll more. tell you, man, like when he, we've had people cross, you know, the that line with him. I mean, it's not the same, bro. Yeah. Like, cause he yeah. he'll ride and die for you. Yeah. And we've had people that do that, and he could he could talk to that man, like, yeah. cause there's people that have done that to us. And and, and when we one person that joined us, yeah, that kind of messed and screwed some stuff up and put it on us. Mm-hmm. Oh no way! Unfortunately, I got a phone call from them yesterday. Wait, 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 hold on. But it's it's Let all good recap. vibes though, man. Because so, this, I mean, we all kind of came up anyway, man. Well, because I'm I'm new to this whole like you guys. So I know you have your show, Ernesto, mm-hmm. and then. Did you guys have a joint show together? Nah, he no, was my producer. Was producer. But shit, you had man. somebody with you though, right? I built like what I want to do is build a podcast network where okay. people can put their shows on my network. Okay. Yeah. And I go get the advertising and leverage the advertisers for all those shows. Okay. So he building he building Def Jam a podcast and he <laughs> Russ Space Cody saying he's just trying to get the tra- he trying to get the tra- uh, the traffic. Is, I don't want to get big talent. I want to get small people who are hungry because they're gonna local. work harder. Yeah. If you promote your show and get the numbers up, yeah, I can find advertising. Okay, nah, dog. It, it, see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it's and it's really that that simple of a uh, of a concept. It's not. There's there's nothing that we're necessarily. Oh, we have to invest hundreds of millions of dollars to do this. Yeah. Where now it's like we can create our own thing. It's not. It's not policed by networks or yep. you have to live by certain rules and guidelines because otherwise yeah. studios ain't gonna mess with you. Literally, man, like you could create your own content and put it whatever you control you want. everything. Yeah. yeah, that's the narrative, man. You control that narrative, and and I think that's kind of within our communities, man. It's like a representation of us. It's not something we always get. It's being acknowledged now, but it's not what it was. I mean, in on my show, we talked a little bit about um, Chadwick Boseman and the impact his film had on yeah. uh, Black Panther and what he had on our communities, and. I mean, when that dude passed, dude, it was it was shit. I'm not like I'm not black, but I felt it because I really got in touch with the movie. Like same thing. I was like, man, just like the message, the way Mm -hmm. he portrayed the character, you know, the way how he, you know, because he was, it was fucking badass. And Mm -hmm. when I heard that that he had passed away, I was like, man, like he never told nobody. Yeah, yeah, never told nobody. And throughout the whole movie, he was he was going through that. And the what, and the conversations that was that was happening at the time, you know, I I asked them. I was like, I was like, yo, man, like, because I had a um, shout out to Asiel. He gets a shout out. Um, when we were talking about the impact that he had, um, is the representation that there was a, a utopia community or or actually world that could be, and how many of uh, through history right we yeah. we analyze what the conquistadors or, or that conquer era was right to, to to go into and then rob these countries right of rob them of their resources and and how much you know even it now you know um and so it, i think if you pay attention to the undertones of the film it talks a lot about that yeah like the conquering the, the the robbing of resources and that's why wakanda was always so adamant about staying in the background. They background. didn't want to expose yeah. themselves to the world. And those are all narratives that are in that film, man. And yeah. you can identify yeah. with that. Little little egg, or what do they call them? Little egg, egg, Easter eggs? Yeah, they <laughs> Easter eggs. No, but see, that's <laughs> the thing. Eggs. If 10, 20 years ago, they couldn't make that film. Like no. That. Oh, no, no. It's, it has to be commercialized. They, because the studio would have been like, no, nah, you can't say that. It never would have got greenlit. They didn't ever, no. Now, if you want to keep it real, it wouldn't have gotten greenlit because it was a black production, or because it Check was just marks. like the whole storyline. All because, black cast, all have, black, yeah, all black yeah. cast. I mean, dude, they do Egyptian movies or historical movies of other other uh, civilizations, and they always end up putting some white dude in there. Yeah, <laughs> Ten Commandments. Some people brown. Hey, look, Charles Heston. <laughs> I think he did pretty good as Moses. Okay, I'll give you that. That was cool. He, yeah, I mean, he was. Come on, come on, Moses. <laughs> oh, no, Ramsey. That was Ramsey. <laughs> Still, it's a fire. It's it a is. fire movie. Hell, like, like even Ben Hur. I mean, like, Ben. Yeah, no, that's fire, bro. By, that's uh, fire. That's fire filmmaking, man. Like, those are just classics. But do you think they'll remake those historical movies with people of color? No. no. <laughs> see, see that's they're not gonna honest, make a movie honest, where Jesus honest. is black. You see that's that sign? Just be honest, man. No. I mean, I mean. 
maybe like a little bit tan, but I don't know, like black, black. I mean, I like seeing movies with people that I relate to. Even some movies, I mean, I'm tired of the traditional films. Yeah. Like, I really loved Crazy Rich Asians. That was crazy. That was good. I haven't seen that, but it was really good. That was good. I will, speaking about films, we're going to dig into something deep that is popular in a Dave Chappelle. So we're gonna touch that subject. Deep, I deep, ride with Dave. Yeah. So I mean, we got one black person <laughs> and two brown folks in this podcast today. Yeah. You know, so we're gonna get the views from the black community. Well, you know, D right here. I don't speak for all of them. This is my opinion. <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, this is disclaimer for real, this, this man. Disclaimer for real. You know, because some people may some people may just shot you out over <laughs> and be like, "Oh, how dare you?" Another another argument. I right, so D. As a black guy, I, well, because we talk about all fair about African American, how did you see? You know, you just said that you ride with Dave Chappelle, yes, sir, with all of his material, or do you just kind of like swear, like, dude, that that was kind of too iffy, or you're like, yo, I ride with you with whatever. Damn it, this is what I was looking for. When I it's, ride with you when it's comedy, there is every everything. I mean, it's equal, no, right? It's equal. Yeah, comedians talk about everybody. Okay. There's nobody that's, oh, well, you got to leave us off the list. No, we adding. You knew, so welcome to the party. Yeah. You get talked about just like everybody else get talked about. And when he West. talks about white people, you don't hear them complaining. Yeah. When he talks about brown people, you don't hear him yeah, complaining. Nah. Nobody's complaining. We're laughing. Yeah. But why is it, why do we think? Or Most no, of the people th- that's complaining probably haven't even watched it. True. I watched it. I didn't dissect it, but I was like, dude, like, I laughed. A lot of what he spoke was true. I mean, you know, it's kind of like at some point, like, like when do you stop playing the victim? And yeah, I'll go there because some of these arguments that I hear from other people, they're just like, you know, why is he picking on us? I'm like, dude, this, he's, this is Obey talking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to keep my voice away from the microphones. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I'll go there. You know, it's like, I mean, why? I mean, why is such a big deal? If you don't like it. Don't watch it. Exactly. It's that simple. I, I totally agree. And that's why you I, quiet, man. I, I'm listening because I think this is a, a moment to um to reflect on, you know, what what the conversation is, you know. And I, I feel sometimes if you come from a place now, mind you, I haven't watched it. I've only you read watched it. I stand, I've watched it. I've oh just read God. about it. Um but I, to me, I, I from watching the Chappelle show, um and his specials. I own his specials, and I own all seasons of the Chappelle Show. Um, and then his Netflix, uh, with the exception, is when I've watched them. And dude, it's it's always an ab workout because to me the dude is hilarious and funny, and I respect him for walking away when yeah. he did because yeah. he he acknowledged the fact that it was it ain't fun anymore. Is 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 not fun for me. And it's so fun out of it. He went and, and and somebody that and so that says a lot about him, dude. So. For him to come back, and it was anticipated because we were all like, man, I miss Chappelle. And dude still sells out shows. But there's nothing to me that says that, not having watched it, that I would think like anything that he's putting out there is malicious or is propaganda. Because that's not his, that's not his his, MO. He he said it himself, man, when he came out and asked the people if he was canceled. He said, do not let the shit fool you. This is not about an ethnic group or leg, uh, gay, lesbian uh, rights. Or, this is corporate interest is what he said. And mind you, man, if you sit down and listen to him as how he's evolved as a comedian and he sits there and talks real shit. He talks about the politics. He's very educated. It's very educated. He's very in tune with. Dale Hughley's the same way. If you listen to the way they talk. Yeah about the issues and you, you kind of sit back and you're like yeah that makes sense because it's not he's not necessarily hitting you with like i think you should think this way no he explains it in a way that makes oh shit makes sense that's probably why and, they do and this. and you laugh about it and you laugh about it yeah come on man like he made a joke one time uh he he was on it was one of his netflix specials when he first came back on he filmed it at a scene by southwest or something like okay. that but the joke was an interracial relationship because he targeted uh, a person in the audience that had a white girlfriend yeah 
And so he addressed the N-word because that was kind of a hot topic then. I got to ask you about that too. And so he said, and that's the thing, like he, he addressed the uncomfortable, uh, and it happens now, like the uncomfortable situation of an interracial couple yeah. in Texas, the brother's black, the girl's white. There's people in the state that feel a certain way about yeah. that. Hell, there's people in our community that feel a certain way about that. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is just you just not being I haven't had an opinion on that. And that's okay. And that, <laughs> No, that's okay. But the thing well, is. I'm curious. Like, when you see a black person, a black man with a white woman mm-hmm. or a black mm-hmm. woman with a white man, black people get upset about that. No, but if the black I, woman, black, black yes, women yeah. get upset about that. But if I see an Asian person with a Jewish person, oh. that interracial is fine. Well, Jewish isn't really the right. <laughs> we ain't got time to be cutting people Say up. If you're Asian and Mexican, okay. Black people ain't mad at that interracial. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you selective about the interracial situations? Be- I think it's a beautiful thing. It, no, yeah, it is. It's me, a beautiful thing. It ain't man. my business. Yeah, I it, don't care. It's no, uh, yeah, yeah. It's no different than if you were to see um, a Hispanic person with a Middle Eastern girl. You know what I'm saying? Or someone that's from Hawaii marries you know a white dude like it, it's it's almost like if people would just remove the barriers from and it's all ignorance man i, I think it's but just I think it's also a lack of education that's a of education and also how you're being brought up as well mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't admit it like in some black communities it's frowned upon you know with the black or latina but at the end of the day it's you know to each zone the only time i would have a problem with it if you say selectively that's the race i'm dating uh, so if okay, I'm a black so, dude and I say, well, I don't date anything but white women. I have a problem with that. Why is that? Why are you seclu- excluding an entire other group of people? Well, maybe he's had a bad experience with the system. But that's but, the thing, But dude. you can't say that one bad. You know that? Yeah. I hate when people say, well, I had one bad experience, <laughs> yeah. so I'm excluding everybody. So you, if you but had I a... guarantee you, you go to the club and there's a shooting, you're going to be back there. Yeah. The <laughs> you ain't going to never say, I ain't going to no more clubs. <laughs> so... I went to the strip club and she stole my money. I ain't doing no more strip clubs. <laughs> no, because we're using Bitcoin. I remember <laughs> we were talking about yeah, strippers and Bitcoins. Answer. Yeah, I know. that's yeah. a cop out answer. Because people say, "Well, I had a bad experience in church, so I don't go to any more churches." No, that's just an excuse. That's an excuse. Yeah, that's an excuse. Okay, so to his because if you right? get fired, you ain't gonna stop working, You're right? <laughs> and so this thing, I have a question for him. So we're we're watching Hard Knocks uh, and you see when they do family day and they follow the players around and either their wives or their partners are white. And it, I always wondered that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a lot of these athletes, it's athletes, athletes, bro. you know, the black tiger woods, bro. Like, come no, on, Aaron, was she fine? I have to say for tiger woods, even his side pieces. I'll are give white. you this for tiger woods. When he's out on the golf course, how many sisters are out there at the golf course for him to meet? Because they're not gonna stand there for three hours just watching a little ball be hit around. Come on, I mean, let's be real. Like, they, uh-huh. like they're not. No, gonna it's, be it's a curious conversation, right? Yeah. Because if you were black ice skater, hey, yeah. if if it's not if that's the group, like if I lived in an all white neighborhood, more than likely you're gonna end up with a white person mm-hmm. because True. you're not you're not going outside your area to meet other people specifically because they're black. True. So would that narrow down? Your... If I grew up in Mexico, more than likely I'd have been married a Mexican. Uh huh. So okay. So to your point earlier, when you said that you don't like when it says uh, when the person says I just exclusively date. That's a particular... that's a problem mentally that okay. you have. So let me ask you this. So like, let's just say, for example, like if like you say, if you grew up in a white neighborhood, going to a white private school, and he goes out of his element, goes to college, right? and starts meeting people from different but still says i only prefer white women because would you agree or disagree that that also may be a contributing factor to why they only pre-select a certain race yeah it could be i mean there there may be some reasoning but yeah if you outright say i'm not gonna meet any other black women i'm just gonna be with white women how do you know that those Mm -hmm. white women are for you the, the, the color of the person doesn't determine the heart of the person. It's the heart. It's the heart. It's okay. So I'll give. I'll. I'll definitely give you one. Uh, one of the stories. The Kardashians are a perfect example. Yeah. They so, screwed up every black person they've been with. 
I I used to um no shout out for them. No shout out. <laughs> no shout out to I um I knew a, a young lady man who thought that same way. She she said I only date white men, and she's Mexican, 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 and she's she only date white dudes. And while that kind of threw me off, I I wasn't necessarily like offended, but I was like, it almost makes you feel like, well, I'm a Mexican guy. Like, what was it because of a bad experience? And yes, it was because of a bad experience, but I feel like the way it was, it, she tried to explain it to me, it seemed more about the um, the appearance what? factor of it. Like, oh, she got a white dude. So yeah. I'm saying that's that's kind of what I felt. I was like, oh, so you saying like a Mexican is not good enough for you, so you got to go and date only exclusively outside it's for appearances, so your family can be like, look, she got a white guy. Because even if like those dudes that play that are athletes and they only date white women, and they say, "Well, I've dated black women and I've dated a bunch of them and had problems." Well, you're the main person that's having. The, maybe it's a you problem. It's a con- yeah. Maybe you're, it's like, not a maybe it's look, you, not them. Like, yeah. Looking at what's the constant. You're the constant. Here. Yeah. So it could be a you problem, not them. Yeah. Actually, I have a friend. Like I've known her about fifteen. What's her name? Mandy. I was just trying to test you. No, I didn't no, tell her no, 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 and it's true. I mean, <laughs> she knows about it. Changed to protect no, 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 no. <laughs> so, it, it, like she actually lives up the street. Oh, like I've known her. Like so what's her address? Time. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. You already put them. Yeah, but shout out. Yeah, but shout out to Mandy. I mean, like because I always give her a hard time. I mean, she's attracted to black guys, and she's she's half Hondureña and half Panamanian, so she's Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always give her a hard time because she's attracted to black men. Dark skinned dudes to light skinned brothers, just black men. And like I asked, only, like only, only. I mean, she's tried dating white guys and Latinos, but just black men, that's what she's attracted to. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, I was like, when did you start getting feeling attractive? And, and she'll tell you, like, to this day, is a movie, Shaka Zulu. I don't know what movie. Uh, God, that was that was like in elementary. I was in high school. Okay, I was like in ninth grade. When that okay, came so out. that's when she first. I like, thought, I thought that was like eighty-seven. Yeah. How old is she? She's uh, I mean, I mean, she saw it after. Like, she's thirty. Actually, her her birthday's t- tonight. So after this, like this afternoon, we're going to her birthday. She turns thirty-eight. So she must have been like, happy birthday, Mandy. Happy Shout birthday. out to Mandy. Happy yeah. birthday, Bola. So like, she was like, yeah, like. Ever since I, I saw that movie or the character, you know, I don't know how that. F- I have yet to see that movie, or I don't even know the name of that movie. But she just says like, the name of the movie. I have no idea. I, I don't have internet on my on my thing, so I um. So ever since then, she's been attracted to black guy. I mean, she's white complected, blue eyes, curly hair, Latina butt. I mean, she. she I mean, you know. To be honest, has, that's just stupid. Did you say she has a Latina butt? Yeah. <laughs> She to me, that just boy. I know. So she, so she's attracted to black men, and I'm like, well, like taste the skittles, you know, taste the rainbow, you know. She's like, I have, and I've dated, but I keep being drawn to the, it's just something about and them. If you like what you like, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. That's uh, but that's, we always so give her a hard she's time. Ex- she's definitely said, well, I've dated a whole bunch of other people too. This is just what I like. Yeah, yeah. so that's fine. But that's her saying, preference. Well, I'm attracted to black men, but I don't even want to try oh, no. any of them. That's different. No, like, yeah. I mean, she's dated like my cousin and uh like white browns and everything but she still yeah i put them on blast and they know how I am. it's all good it's all good man i just laugh because this is like a different side of you that i see man it, every every time i talk to oh it's all positive bro like you doing it's a you know, whirlwind over here this is like and then you get going? in the gritty man he's like man i know about this person they was foul and i know this person they only do this i'm like dang it's just some people they like what they like so shout out to Mandy. But yeah, so like I know yeah. like some traditional parents, they don't want you dating outside. That's just not happening. So you as a as a parent, because you're a parent, right? Would you care what race your kids would uh date or end up being with? No. No. I'm gonna have an opinion on the person, but person because of the character, yeah. or person because of the color. Person because of the character. The character. Like my father was like, I can't imagine you with a white woman because she doesn't understand the stuff we've been through true true okay he's like and i i probably would not want yeah that i probably couldn't do that dynamics are different bro that dynamic won't it's not gonna work no the dynamics are different bro (laughs) because 
they they um and then there's but so then many if it's some, i don't how can i say this no, go ahead, go ahead. it's raw baby say you have a white girl that grew up in in the hood well she's gonna Ooh. probably only have black she's probably gonna be, be oh, with the cornrows then Ooh. she's probably gonna act you'll think she's acting black she, when actually she would, that's how she grew up she so. grew up that that, that would be um, well, also she knows yeah she, so she she was how can i say that and i wonder she, if they try to she tries to put on more than the front. she actually has to i mean just be where, where then eventually the, the the community might resent her for being that way yeah. right whereas like you're not black why are you acting black right yeah so the it, the same thing that we go through is just, it's dude it, it, it's in everywhere right coconut so, and all that right and right Oreos so you how many times if you assimilate and that was the key word i was trying to find is assimilate to your surroundings or to a community it's almost like your own community comes back and and goes in on you because oh you moved out now you over there living with the white folks like it's almost like a transgression to to be successful within your within your even it happens in families man like yeah. you know they can't see you stand you doing good because Oh, he he went and got himself a white girl. It's always something to talk about, right? Like of it's course. always something. Oh, he went and moved to a white neighborhood. See, when you say it's go an and get conversation. one, it's like that's a good like there's some prize. Yeah, yeah. She just I'll a admit woman. that, like for me, <laughs> and, and I say this jokingly, so don't hold it against me. But just jokingly, it better be funny. It is. <laughs> there's five races I I stay away from, but those are the five races that I'm attracted to. Okay, <laughs> white is black, it good? Uh, so you say white, black. White, black. I like women. Central, <laughs> Central American. All Central American, you know, in Salvadorian because, you know, I'm Salvadorian. My mom's Salvadorian. I'm my thinking, family. Bitches are crazy. I'm thinking because of And Mexicans. Mexican. So you just like everything. No, no. So <laughs> I try and stay away from those, but I mean. So what's left? Yeah. The rest of the world. Man, I'm going to have to hold you to that bro because I think <laughs> he gets no th- shout out for that <laughs> yeah, he gets no shout out for that okay so but, I mean let, I'm before, saying like I say that jokingly but I mean you know I, I've dated basically all those five I've dated all those but, five you know okay so here's where I would have to challenge you on right? so where are you meeting these women Oof. that's a good point and, and not only that and I, and I learned this from him by the way this isn't something that I just it just you know, it's I just—it's the Holy it's Spirit. The Holy Spirit just Damn put it in. It. <laughs> no, it's it, okay. And, and one thing too, I want to touch on the fact that I was so young, but I was—I was in rooms with older men, and these are men who have been divorced, married, grandparents, what have you. Yeah. But they—it—it's always good to surround yourself with men who have substance about them, dude. That Correct. can actually give you good feedback and good advice. So, well, that—that that was one thing, right? So, like, number one is like, where are you meeting these women? Two. That whole thing about you attract what you what you want. To me, I think that's bullshit. Think so? Because nobody walks around with a sign saying, I look for crazy. You're <laughs> attracted to that. You like crazy. You like crazy. You, you, you're not trying to draw it to you. I think yeah. you just go looking for that. S- second of all, right? If you were to go and meet a young lady, at find out where they hang out. Because not all girls hang out at a specific thing, yeah. club. You can go... Uh, dude and i've learned this like you can go to barnes and nobles you can shit you can meet anyone at a okay for example let's say you you uh, like to go to music festivals right or you like to travel you you travel yeah. right you can go and sit at a cafe somewhere in europe yeah. and you could meet an, uh, another young lady but that's the thing like you have to go to the places that aspire you to to be. To, to be with the person of that of that same caliber yeah. and, and that's one thing i learned from my dad because my dad who was a teacher for so many years he told me that he said you have in order to be with someone of your same and i'm not downing anyone because if you it doesn't matter your financial uh, where in the financial scale you you fit in but you have to kind of you go to the places that attract you so if you want to go meet a girl who's as good as who is a football fan or, or who is a diehard whatever fan you go to games you go to sports bars you, events, you, yeah. you go to the events, right? It's it's no different than going to a museum to meet a girl who has culture. Yeah, because you're not gonna find culture at the club. No, nah, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you you have to. And now that may be wrong. There may be some girls yeah. that have culture, but at I'm just saying, night, like, if you if you yeah, but if you if you're gonna go and get travel, find a girl who travels like you like yeah. to travel, right? 
you might go and visit yeah, somewhere. Meet somebody on the plane. Yeah. I so, so, to make that. I still haven't hit that yet. <laughs> so that's the thing. So it like I think happened. when when you're you don't you'll dismiss these five potential um, lit young ladies are in just because they fall in a certain <laughs> category. I think that's a, that's a miss. That's a disservice to you because yeah. you lying to yourself. Yeah, I know. But like that's I said, the, I just it's just like a group of friends of a, you know some friends. You know, we we'll just talk about you know. And man. did you ever think just for one second, like the the beauty of discovering furthermore of yourself that you you decide to not close yourself off to other opportunities because and I'm not just talking about romantically. I'm talking yeah. about professionally, man. It's like you're able to to see that side of yourself as you evolve, right? Yeah. That you're still willing to take a chance, and that's what it's about. I mean, for me, it, it's almost like. For example, like you, re- it's, it's going back to his original point was like you recognize talent, yeah, and that's I think that's kind of where you kind of need to live at. Is see the potentials, man, because that's how women rate us, man. Is yeah. the potential? It's not so much like for us, we're calculating, like we calculate. Yeah. They're already like trying to see where you could fit in into yeah. into scheme of things because the girl is not gonna wholly invest herself into you if she can't see you in certain parts of her life, man. Yeah. That's just the thing. Like, okay, dude, that intern for us a while back when we were at uh, Mockingbird Station, he gets no shout out. But remember, <laughs> the girls would use him because he was a doormat, right? And so I, I, I would try to give him advice. I'm like, dude, the only reason these girls are using you is because you give them everything right, right off the bat, yeah. right? But another thing was, I think for his, I think for his lack of. Uh, recognizing game recognize game and i think that what i would see is like girls have better game than us <laughs> some do some do some do and i think he just kind of fit that mold of like the girl knew that she could get over on him and he never really recognized where he kind of fit in where she was like okay he's cute and he's good for right now but i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and then i'm gonna shift him and that's the that's the thing man um, i can tell you for sure having two daughters and talk to them. And then I, some people that I talked to that I'm kind of friends with on Facebook, I kind of learned how women think because there's the dude that he's the go out to eat dude. <laughs> <laughs> when we hungry, that's who we call it. <laughs> yeah. When we want to go out to the club, he's the go out to the club dude. He's the one to have sex. Dude. Oh, damn. And this is, this is categories, man. Yeah, they this have not... guys that are in categories. Yeah. Some yeah. guys that think they get in a relationship, but they're always taking her out to eat. Dude, you the go out to eat, dude. Yeah, yeah. you're not you're not the dude that's gonna get the daytime, the nighttime. That's no, not you, dude. Now the dude that they texting, that they they dude, if you get the and text, when you leave from taking her out to eat, take her home, then she texts. She calls somebody. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just what it is, man. In game recognized game, bro. <laughs> but anyway, so, so let, you let, do the same we, thing. We got we got off the tangent because the original point was to talk <laughs> yeah, about we're, we're talking about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So um, how we get there? And so, yeah, because he we acknowledge the fact that he drew up the joke about you know a black guy and a white girl sitting yeah. in the audience, and so he he went down the sexual path there where he was like, "Damn, dude!" He was like, "What do you do?" She calls you the N word one day and you fighting. How do you take that? And that drew a little bit of criticism, but it almost it didn't cancel him no. because the way he presented it or the way he presents a conversation or scenario or I would say narrative yeah. is not attacking. He just like puts it out there and it's raw. It's like it's almost like when he when he talked about going to San Francisco and he's like, Man, he's like, This is like America's anus. <laughs> 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 and, and, but everybody laughed nobody was like why are you calling the San Francisco America's anus and it was like it's like goodbye come back in the fall when we have sales on Birkenstocks and then I land in Oakland they're like welcome to Oakland bitch <laughs> so honestly do you feel that the LGBTQ community plus is receiving any more hate than any other group that's marginalized in this country Ernesto, um, I'm gonna go pop off. I'm gonna say, uh, uh, just from my own experience, it seems like they're like, well, if you don't like us, you hate us. No, no, that's not the issue. That, that's the that's always Stop the go to card. Throw that as your go to is, yeah. oh, you just hate us. You just hate us. No, I, I have gay cousins. I have 
you know, I've, oh, I have. see, that's not a good response either. No, 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 like and it's not. That says, "Well, I got a black friend." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. I, I'm. I would never use that as my. But I, I'm not. Um, okay, so when we're off mic, we talked a little bit about the way we we kind of see things, right? And so the thing is, is like, I'm I'm okay with your and supportive of what your 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 existence is right if you want to move a certain way you love who you want to love yeah but we still have within our own rights to protect our families or educate our families on you know we don't have to always see that content pushed on us or that or or and if anything that platform always pushed on us because we understand like all right cool like i mean we're, we're we're minorities man like we know but at the same time if I choose not to, okay. So if there's a game, you can go do you. Yeah, exactly. But don't make me have to go do you. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> like if I see a scene in a film, and that's like now they're announcing gay characters in the superhero, yeah, about right? That. Yeah. And Superman. I don't, I don't necessarily. Oh, that that turns me off. I'll never watch Marvel again. I'm not that. But at the same time, I'm like, it's almost like everything now has to be accepting of everything. And if everybody not, everybody gets a participation. Everybody award. gets a participation award. And if like, and if you're not on board, you 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 out. Like you just yeah. you just hate all of us. And it's not true. It's like just we. And it's, I think also is because we grew up a certain way. You know, and like, to me with Marvel, if it's pertinent to the story, why do you have to call it out so you can get some likes? Yeah, like you. D- we got a new gay that. character. Why do you have to announce it? If you have a story that's good, that's going to be evident to the people that's watching it anyway. Yeah, we don't have to go down the narrative of like, well, we're inclusive because we got a character who's gay. I, I don't care about Superman's son being bisexual, but at the same time, it's like, do his powers work? Yeah. That's all I'm interested in. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, there's, it's not going to make people buy any less comics. I mean, you might, you may tell some people like, this is what the, now, if you get damn right down offensive, then you start drawing storyline from things like that yeah. then you may turn some people off but that's the thing it's like the agenda of where now you're having like kids come out and it's like it's like you're I'm force having, feeding yeah it's almost you're like force feeding, feeding to, right. to, to, to accept it it's like listen if I'm going to accept it let me accept it on my own terms I may not agree with it but I respect you, you yeah know? but don't force me to accept that like no listen like like you have friends and family that that are gay. Yeah, I love them to death. I do, but I also I, I'm also an asshole with them sometimes because it's like, yo, listen, the world is ugly. You it know? is so everybody. So I I I love you. Mm-hmm. I respect you. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. It, oh, I'm sorry. If that's how you want to live, that's fine. Um, if that's how you feel, that's fine. But I'd rather be the asshole instead of somebody else because but, you know, maybe. It's just me, like tough love. I don't know, you know, and I might come off as a controversial. Like, why are you being? But here, you're acknowledging your. Why right are you there. making me have to agree with you? And there's, there's a question. But if for I both don't agree with you, I hate you. That's not that that's that's exactly. No it should have come down to that. Exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm like the question of like their go to of like, oh well, you're being aggressive with me. It's probably because you're you hate me. And it's not. It's it. not. It's just a disagreeing. It's yeah. just a disagreeing. I don't, disagree know. to disagree. Let's talk about it. Let's hash it out. Yeah. Let's have a drink after. But Let's th- go to you know, dinner. There are families, bro, that when you come, when they, their experience of them coming out, it's like they totally get disowned. They get thrown out. Yeah. There, there are those stories. And I though. asked a friend of mine, because, you know, she's lesbian, a couple, yeah. and they have a baby together. And I asked her, hey, do you want to come on? Because I want to pick your brain. And she was like, I love to, but. I don't want to because I, I don't want to sit there and explain everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, I is it the same it. thing? Is the same well, thing? You know, you know what? That's real convenient that you have that option not to come out because black people can't say, well, I'm not going to come out. Yeah. When really? we getting violently slain in the streets, we can't say, well, I'm going to make sure they don't know I'm black. Oh. Gay people have the option. Yeah. You don't got to come out. Mm-hmm. You get to choose. We don't get to choose. Yeah. So, so stop trying to take over the civil rights movement for yourself. And try to make yeah. it seem all oh, they just hate us and it's all again. Everybody's against us. Everybody been against us for four hundred plus years. Yeah. So you can go cry your tears somewhere else. Somewhere else. else. Yeah. But, but see the thing is is that they feel that they should have an ally with us, right? Because we're in that community of like, oh, you guys know what it's like to be you but, know, to be um 
what's the word I'm looking for? To be out, out, outsiders, outcast, yeah. right? So you guys should agree, should be in our corner. But that's not the thing. Like the thing is not to build allies. The thing is to build conversation, right? Unity. And, and, and I'll bring in this in too because Chappelle had touched about Colin Kaepernick. And that's the thing where it's like that whole th- narrative was so misunderstood that even in the workplace, it was like, well, I just don't agree with him. And it's like, but they had no why? reason, but no reason. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, why? It's like, oh, the dude took a knee for 